was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Hello and welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that always runs the hot coffee mod. Remember the hot uh, coffee? Yeah. yeah, it's gross. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, for a 12-year-old, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was when pretty I was amazing. Kid, yeah. <laughs> I am your host, Fuzzy Dan. That's right, folks. I has returned. Yeah. Yes. And on this week's episode, I'm joined, as always, by a man who runs his hot coffee mod through a cold drip filter. It's Mr. Duty Dutrum. <laughs> I shouldn't have been drinking when you did that. Uh, hello, how are you? I'm very well. I'm back. You're back after... <sighs> hiatus? Hiatus, six, six weeks? Seven yeah. Weeks, something like that? Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think last we heard from you was the Gears Inc. event that... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, shit. That was a long time ago. Yes. Yeah. I was pretty drunk on that one, too. Yeah, yeah. I've had a lot of, lot of, lot of free cocktails. Thanks to uh, Xbox uh, Australia for that one. That was uh, yeah. I came downstairs amazing. after the interview, and you were pretty merry. <laughs> You'd been gone for five minutes, and they kept filling up my cocktails. So yeah. Yeah, it was heavy gin. I was literally sitting at the table. They're like, "Would you like another cocktail?" Of course. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say no. Please give me one of your signature Gears of War cocktails. Pretty I think good. I also got the menu for that as well. Oh man, it was good. I think <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough about cocktails. It's <laughs> been uh, yes. I've had a I've had a month of cocktails, so I'm pretty uh, pretty merry myself. Uh, we're sitting down for a beer today. Yes, here yes. at our wonderful recording venue. The what's sliding down your gusset hole or whatever they oh, yeah, sort of say. <laughs> well, look, as always, duty. Um, Shaken not noob is brought to us. Bought to us, bought to them, and bought to everybody yeah. by Culture Shock Collectibles. Yeah, yeah. Your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Yes, uh, they've got uh, essentially some new LA exclusive Comic Con Funko Pops that are coming out. Oh, yeah, um, they look amazing. I, as, soon as, they, it, as soon as it even appeared of what the exclusive LA Comic Con Pop was going to be, I messaged Michael at Culture Shock and just went, one please. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, it's Cosmic Ghost Rider with Baby Thanos strapped to his chest. Baby, no, no, we'll do it. Uh, yeah, okay, well, awesome. Yeah, I like so it. I like those. it. And uh, I think like Krennic, Krennic still hasn't been released in Hong Kong yet, so I don't think it'll be out this year. Okay, but I okay. might buy the new War Machine because the War Machine looks pretty fucking great. Yeah, he showed uh, there was a War Machine one the other day. I also saw a couple of really cool Star Wars ones. Yeah, there uh, was uh, Maul, Darth Maul, Count Dooku, and Yoda. I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Darth Maul's got his uh, little his floaty bike, space yeah. buggy thingy. Yeah, so is it not name that thing? No, it's like a C-shaped chair. Yeah, floats. it's a weird-looking speeder. It's, I think it's 410 bucks or something if you want just more, and yeah. more is really detailed. Yes, um, oh yeah, he's got really cool like facial features and, you can and stuff. You move his eyes, so you, like, you can open up the back of his head and pivot his eyes and stuff. I mean, that's that's a little bit creepy, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it comes with two different head sculpts, and the uh, the one that comes with the bike is about 600 bucks, but it comes wow. with some extra stuff as well. Does the bike f- actually float for that kind yeah, of price? It ca- it's got like a see-through um, <laughs> plastic. Oh, okay, yeah. Carbon inanimate rod. Inanimate carbon rod! It rod we trust! Yes. It looks like it's floating. Yeah, it's That's cool. awesome. Yeah. Well, there you go. Check him out, uh, cultureshockcollectibles.com. They're at uh, cultureshockcollectibles on Facebook as well. Um, make sure you check all of the, them out for all of your nerdy stuff. Yeah, their Instagram game is strong. Yes, yeah. very, very much so. Mm. Um, so yeah, there we go. Thank you very much, Michael. Um, they do an amazing job, and we need to get back on the show. Yeah, actually, we need to talk about some day. more. Yeah, to, to get him back on at some point. Thank you very much. I'm getting fish tacos delivered today. They look, they look delicious. Great. <laughs> fish tacos, man. Fish. If you're gonna have a taco, make it fish. No. I think that's the advertising campaign for fish tacos. <laughs> 
Anyway, we're going to get into some news this week, Teddy. It's been yes. uh, it's, it's, we've got a jam-packed episode, so we're going to keep the news pretty brief. Yep. Uh, because we want to get into the main stories. Uh, first cab off the rank, we have to talk about it. I know you've discussed with Paul a Fortnite chapter two. Yeah, yeah, that's is that. Yeah. What the hell? It, like we watched so, the trailer of this. Yeah. I still have no fucking idea what's going it on. It looks like. Um, <laughs> I think for like 24 hours or 48 hours, uh, there was an event that was going on where like two comets were colliding with each other and a black hole opened up. Yeah. Essentially sucked all the players and the map into this like black hole and then nothing happened. (laughs) Then two days later, you could log back in and it's a whole new map. Yeah. You can level up and find weapons all these different ways. So they've essentially, it's like Fortnite 2.0. Yeah. They've, They've upgraded and changed a heap of things. Like you can now get in vehicles and boats and stuff and shoot people on boats. I'm um, more confused than ever. You like, can even do fishing. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Is that an actual thing or is it yeah, just yeah, the... Yeah, you okay. can do fishing and, and find weapons in the lake and stuff like that. So. Speaking of fish, <clears throat> num num, fish taco. Um, I'm wondering if if it's still the Battle Royale or can it be like an open world random as crap? Like Who the fuck knows? I mean, it's all it's like a foreign language to me. Yeah. I like the art style. Still. The art style's kind of cool. And we did, uh, so, you know, spoilers for coming up ahead. We, we, we were at PAX this weekend. We did actually sit down. There's a free couple of free PCs at one of the, uh, <laughs> yeah. one of the, you know, come and check out our new water cooled space engine, yeah. you know, computer. PC yeah. Thing, yeah. yeah. And we, we were sitting there and they go, they're playing Fortnite on it. And we played it for about two minutes and went, no. This is yeah. not for me. I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. I think I made a all. ramp and then fell off the ramp and died. And then I went, okay, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I, I think I got hit by a car or something. I don't know. I was very confused. So there we go. Fortnite chapter two is out for all of those Fortnite people. Who, um, you know yeah. who you are. Yeah. Well, apparently, Fortnite. even though Fortnite's dying. So. Well, apparently Fortnite's now doing better than Overwatch. Interesting. So there you go. I do. I have watched. There was a bunch of reaction videos this week um, from when uh, kids who've been playing Fortnite experienced the black hole event or whatever it was, yeah. and they freaked the fuck out. It's amazing. I've seen a lot of people speak, like uh, streamers on Twitch and stuff like that, just going, "What's going on? What are we going to do?" And I'm just like, "You are pandering to your audience. It's yeah. so hot right now. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer a genuine reaction of what the fuck is this? Yeah, so. but yeah, no, none, none of that. It's it's yeah. Fortnite, buddy. Yeah." There we go. Um, so moving on to our next piece of news, you know I like talking about microtransactions and people spending money in games. Uh, I do it every now and then. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's one of my favourite topics because I just I just can't understand how people spend that kind of money. It's a it, it's a new it's the, it's probably first time in a while I've ever talked about it, but it's a new mobile game that I just started playing as well, which is Formula yeah. One Manager. So you're actually a, a <laughs> you're, you're Christian Horner or you're Toto Wolf or something and you actually manage the team. You Tell have taken life to a new level, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Tell them when to box and all that sort of stuff like that. Box, box, box. <laughs> box this lap. Okay, uh, you've got damage on your front wing. Um, so Is that you just talking to your phone on public transport? <laughs> no. Maybe. <laughs> just you with the toilet going, box, box, box. <laughs> your wife walking past going, what the fuck? <laughs> What the um, hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that game's full of microtransactions. Like, oh, if you want to get Daniel Ricardo, you got to buy some loot boxes. Yeah. Uh, look, it, it always happens. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, every single mobile game you play, there is microtransactions. Uh, there is, uh, like with casinos, these games apparently have whales. So people who are willing hey, buddy, to spend... You just got some Canada. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, it's people who's will- who are willing to spend upwards of $500 on a game. Now... I would never spend more than five. If a game like a mobile game cost me more than five dollars, I would be concerned. Like that's that's about the cap that I want to spend on a game. Yeah, yeah. But like you'd you'd have to really think about it for uh, to go any beyond that. Five dollars. What am I buying? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Five hundred dollars per game. That's when they start talking about whales. But this game, there's a there's a Transformers mobile game that's out at the moment. <laughs> Somebody, and this I think this might be the world record. They spent two hundred and twenty thousand Australian dollars on a mobile Transformers game. Yep. How the fuck is that possible? First of all, how do they have two hundred twenty thousand dollars to be- spend on like just? Absolute trash. You would hope it's not a, a kid with their parents' credit card because you'll refine it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But, like, that's crazy amount of money, right? Like, on any game. Do you think it also, like, Transformers mobile game? Well, like, when was the last time you heard about a, a Transformers mobile game or a Transformers game for the, in that standard? That, yeah. yeah. No, not at all. Do you think it's a marketing thing by, like, Hasbro or by... Well, well, well by Hasbro, because they own Transformers. Look, I, I think there's just people out there who've got that kind of disposable income, and they're like, fuck it, I want to be the best at this game. At a mobile Transformers game. Whatever, they're the best in the world at it, because they've spent all of the money. Yeah. But, like, $220,000, that means they, 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 made, they should have literally bought everything in that game ever, right? Multiple times over. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just don't know how you can continue to spend that kind of cash. Like, think about your favourite game of the world. What's your favourite game ever? Ever? Yeah. Yeah, Gears of War. Okay. Yeah. So I'm telling you right now, the new Gears of War 6 is coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to cost you $1,000. Yeah, I'll buy it. You'd buy it? Yeah. Okay. It's going to cost you $200,000. No, I can't buy it. Exactly right. Like, where is that cash coming I, from? I understand some of the... Mic- no, not understand, but I can not sympathise... Empathise? Yeah, well, look, I can see where some of the money can come from in regards to loot crate sort of stuff. Like, I've, I've splurged too much on loot crates in the past before. You've not splurged $220,000 on loot crates? No, though. I've splurged about 100 or 150 bucks on loot crates exactly. before. Yeah. Splurging, I can understand a little bit. 100 bucks, maybe. Yeah, maybe, you know, depending that's, the game. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, we're talking, like, this is not a AAA title. This is something on your mobile phone. People, wake the fuck up. No, but, no. you know, look, if you've got that kind of money, I mean, throw some our way. Like, you know. my, my question is, is this person who spent $220,000, is he an, uh, uh, an Autobot or a Decepticon man? Yeah, that's a very like, good question. That's what we need to know. That That's what I want to know, because fuck <laughs> Autobots, if you ask me. <laughs> I think Prime's a little bitch. Fuck Autobots. There we go. Judy said it first. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to the next one. Um, speaking of games that uh, are going to, like, take all your fuck money. Autobots. <laughs> Uh, FIFA 20. We're going to talk about it a little bit today. We're going to do a little bit of brief review on that one. Uh, yep. It's been out for a while now. Yeah, you, you reviewed it on our YouTube channel and then shortly yes. after they got married. So um, yeah, yeah, that's we right. We I ran away. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, they're giving everybody incentives uh, to sign up on the game as early as possible. Yep. So it sounds like they're having a bit of a, a little bit of a problem with the uptake at the moment. Okay. Um, so by the 17th of October, which is today, so yesterday, if you're listening to the podcast on the day of release, mm-hmm. or well in the past, if you're listening to it in any other stage. Yep. I love to timestamp stuff. Um, so <laughs> if you've signed up by that stage, they're going to give you 8,000 Volta coins, which... Volta Volta coins It's a a whole new thing We're going to talk about it Yeah Um, And there's there's going to be A new squad building challenge uh, Added to the function For people who have signed up Like previous ones Like how you get cards and stuff Yeah Okay Yeah So we'll talk about Volta coins And all the rest of it And yeah It's uh, Mm -hmm. it's as stupid as it sounds Um, But yeah So they're they're trying to get people To sign up It sounds like Anytime people throw incentives At people There are two reasons for it Right One You've got nobody signing up into the game, so you want people to, <laughs> to jump in. Or two, you've completely cocked up and broken something. You reckon? Yeah. I think that's the only two times that they're throwing stuff at people like this. 
Now, see, I reckon you'll you get people throwing stuff in in regards to, like I say, maybe like Gears of War. Or, sure. Or, or a game that's released that has some form of online roadmap. That's like, sign up before this. Yeah. You get, like, you got Batista for free in Gears of War 5 if yeah. you played before a certain date. Yeah, but they're always like, play before a certain date, sign up early to get all of this stuff. So they want people on early yeah. because if they get people on early, they get more uptake early on. They hit all of their performance targets. So they get performance targets about number of users and all the rest of it. Yeah. That's where they get all their bonus money from. So Okay, yeah. yeah. Right, then, so yeah, I think yeah, they're, they're probably struggling with users. So hopefully you've already signed up because otherwise it's too fucking late. I will, um, I will say <laughs> For FIFA games and, and sports games in general, though, you get a large sale. I would feel, at least in Australia, to get a large sale from the holiday period where, like, okay, little Timmy wants FIFA 20 for Christmas Oh, absolutely, like yeah. That. So um, this could be good. I oh, know you have to play it before the 17th. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I will say, like, FIFA is one of the games, like, it's one of the biggest selling games in Europe every single year. Oh, yeah. It's Every single FIFA year, and NBA are the two biggest sports games in, in the world. Like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, you look at it, like out of everything though, not just sports games. Like FIFA is one of the biggest ones. It's like Call FIFA of Duty and, and FIFA. Yeah. Those are the two. That's your that's your starter pack for your console. <laughs> if you got COD, if you got FIFA, sweet. Okay, you've got a. <laughs> you're yeah, all right. I think when I got my Xbox One, it came with FIFA 14. So yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, actually, I don't own a copy of COD at the moment. Interesting. Well, the new one comes out very soon. Interesting. Let's have a think about that one. Mm. <laughs> so there we go. So we're going to be talking about those soon. Um, we might even talk about them right now. We're oh, in the main part yep. of the episode, buddy. Yeah, what do we do? The, we'll do this one first. Yep. We'll talk about FIFA. Yep, yep. Right up front. Okay, so it's just like last year, um, but they put a, a 20 instead of a 19. Yep. Um, and it, there you go. Review complete. Is there, the, <laughs> no. the Volta mode is new in, in FIFA okay. 20. Yeah, there, there are a bunch of different changes to it. So they've... They had gone to a really uh, tactical style of gameplay previously. They've, ta- it's like they've taken all the safety controls off. It's like when you get in your car and you're like, you know, turn off traction control, turn off all of these functions, so your car just becomes a lethal death machine. Yeah, that's what they've turned FIFA into. They've taken all of those uh, those things that were holding you back and making it really slow and tactical. Yeah. And they want this thing where it's like end-to-end. Like, you know, you're, you're having a shot at goal. I'm having a shot at goal. Like, every time you've yeah. got the ball, it's like one end of the pitch. Yeah. So they've changed it so it makes it much faster, which is really great. I actually kind of like the game style now. Um, it feels like when you're... Like, it used to feel like you're sort of... Every time you're moving a character with the ball is very slow and, you know, you had to really think like six moves ahead, almost like, you know... Like ta- chess. Like chess. Yeah. yeah. But this is very much like reactionary fast. Like, you're, you're seeing things flow and the player movement, they've changed the, the physics of the ball and how players move and interact with each other. It's so good. It's so intuitive. It looks... Just amazing. So they've done some really good work around like all of the in-game physics yeah. to change it and update it to something modern. So it's I think they in that aspect they like head and shoulders above what they were doing last year. Yeah. So the main core game, fantastic. I will say I hate and I still don't understand offsides. Um, that still pisses me off to the nth degree. Okay, so an offside. No, <laughs> I won't explain it today because no. if you don't get offside, it's not a one one day conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was chatting to some friends uh, who, who are big soccer fans, especially of FIFA 19 last year, and they said there's a survival mode that they play that they find is a really good way to start and have a bit of fun. Okay. Like every time you get a goal, you lose a player from the field. Yeah. Uh, look, there's a lot of like really cool interactive modes like that yeah, where you can play. Yeah. Um, so I think there's there's some good stuff in there, and I look, I I always enjoy FIFA. I've enjoy it more now. Like I enjoyed the the total package that they produced. 
when they changed everything maybe about uh, three, four years ago. Yeah. They changed the style of everything and to, to what it is currently. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed that upgrade. But what they've done now is like that's a, the next level of, uh, of gameplay updates. Yeah. So it's great. But I will say the look and feel is still the same. They, they stuck to a model, like I said, four or five years ago, they, they, they brought in this new model. Yep. They've stuck to the same thing. They've just added some fucking neon colors and leopard prints to it. So it, It's a little Far Cry uh, New Dawn-ish. Like yeah. That color palette. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real fluoro kind of shit. And yeah. it's, it's a little bit disappointing because I'm just, it feels like it's going to, I know this is a, an annual product, but it feels like a fad. Like, it feels like they're com- they're conforming with the the style of the time where they used to actually be real trendsetters. Yeah, they used to set in like you know you you'd listen to FIFA because uh, like the FIFA soundtrack because they'd be releasing new music that wasn't out yet, all this really hot stuff. Like, yeah. hey, this is what games should look like, and everyone's like, oh wow, we should comply. You know, we should meet that standard. Yeah. Now they're just behind a little bit, so it's not they, really they, setting gotten, the standard. They've gotten comfortable, and I, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with getting comfortable, but it's getting comfortable. For too many years consecutively. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I will say as well, I, I prefer FIFA over the, the pro evolution soccer. Oh, Pez, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. look, I've played Pez a few times. I play it every year just to get a feel for it. It hasn't changed. Yeah. And it's. Konami, I think, do Pez up. Yes, they do. Second, yeah. And it's, yeah, there are people that prefer Pez over, uh, over FIFA. Yeah. I am not one of them. Yeah. Um, it, it used to be like back in the day when FIFA first started out, it was the official licensed product. Yeah. So Pez was like, you know, they'd have all like uh, Christian Ropaldo, you know. It's like, yeah, it was just almost not, but not quite characters. So Yeah, it's sort of like NBA 2K and NBA Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So look, I I think like the officially licensed product has always been really good. It's a solid, like if you're just in it to play games, it's great. Um, If you, like they they brought in these new things now, they brought in this new Volta game mode. I do like that mode. I I find that mode. You played that? Yeah, I actually, I Ah, like that. It's so fucking hipster. There's no offsides. (laughs) There's three people on on a a team on a side. The map's smaller. It's it's one of those good couch, couch FIFA sort of games. Sure. I I, I much prefer the the fun arcadicness of that compared to the real life sort of, not necessarily simulation, but they're all the regulated rules and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, this is very much like you are. <laughs> you're literally you're, you're in some you know street artist warehouse. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's futsal or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, it's basically indoor soccer, um, and you just go for it. It's, I will say it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out from the multiplayer perspective because uh, FIFA already has a really strong multiplayer base for its regular game. Yeah. Uh, they have like regular, like annual competitions where they've got you know nas- international champions. They yeah. they send these people to like the Player of the Year awards every year. Like the the world champion goes to that. They represent FIFA as an official FIFA representative for that particular game. Yeah, it's crazy. Like there's a there's a lot of money and time invested in it, and now they bought in another multiplayer mode. It's like, well, what are you trying to do? Like, don't you, it you, makes you, it a little bit more accessible though. Like some people who. Like myself, know nothing on FIFA. I think it comes in handy for that sort of stuff. Okay, it makes it more accessible for people who are on the fringes. Then, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, if you're looking at picking it up, you can sort of start off with the the Volta Futsal sort of thing, and then if you enjoy that and you want a little bit more difficulty or stuff like that, then you move into yeah traditional sort of FIFA. So uh, one of the things I really enjoy about this this uh, the franchise is that 
um, all of your experience carries over year to year. So, like, you yep. can come in back in with the next year and they'll go, oh, here's all your settings from last year. Here's all your experience points. So, you start off, you don't start from scratch every time. Yeah, which I is like that. Great. It's so good. Like, it's like um, saved game stuff from, you know, carrying over between, yeah. you know, iterations. Fantastic. And I think they should do that with more games where there's more than one in the franchise, like, when you've got a franchise. Yeah. Um, but they've bought in a new currency this year, so they didn't previously have the Volta coins. Yep. So the Volta game mode has a its own separate currency. Yeah. And with that, you can buy yourself a fucking man bun, or you know, some leopard print tights, or Sweet. you know, yeah, a neon beard, or something like that. Or it's just, it's it's specifically to make your person look as fucking hipster as possible. That's it's like Red Foo. Is like every single player is Red Foo. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so yeah, that's I. I, I just think um, yeah, I, I don't like that style that they've gone to. Like, just make it like yeah, you know, cool activewear or you know, or make it actual players. Don't that's the thing that activewear nowadays is leopard print for some things. Yeah, I that don't is know. unfortunate. It, like, but mind you, you won't, it is very unfortunate. You won't get me running around there on the of the virtual me running around on the Volta football field wearing Under Armour rock gear now, will you? <laughs> that's what I would wear. That's exactly what you would wear. That's yeah. what he wears in real life when he goes to the gym, people. Yep. Basically, whatever the rock tells him to do. Yeah. 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 Oh my dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, look, FIFA. I very much enjoyed it. Look, it, it is it is what it is. The core game is still awesome. Yep. They haven't changed any of that, so don't expect new things. And like they might have tweaked the menu system slightly, but not enough to make you know make it stand out. As a uh, review, what are you giving this one? Uh, I'm giving it four out of five. Yep. I think it's just they keep delivering every year. Like they keep delivering a good core game. Yeah. I think the the problem is that like like I said, all of this new stuff they've tried to add in is just like it's a passing phase. It's not something that would make me come back and buy that game. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they they used to have this as a standalone game. I wouldn't buy that on its own. Yeah. I'm glad they made it as part of this that I can Put ignore it. it. Sort of thing, yeah. But it's not it's not worth buying you know separately. So I would suggest if you if you like the core game of FIFA, you're going to love this. It's it's faster than it's ever been, so you're gonna you're gonna come back and, and have a good time with it. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, there we right go. Uh, but duty, we went to PAX this week. We did. Thank you very much to uh, to the team at PAX Australia for for sending us along. We it's our first PAX, my first PAX as well. I don't know if you've gone to PAX before. I've been to PAX in the in the past. It's yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. And uh, and walking in the doors of, of PAX and seeing sort of the giant banners and the the fluoro lights and essentially everyone playing games. And to be honest, compare, comparing the the audience of PAX to the audience of Comic Con. No one's an asshole. <laughs> Apologies like, to anyone at Comic Con. No, no, no. But like, you, you know, there's, you know who you are. The people, <laughs> people are at Comic Con and they're standing in the middle of a of a tight packed corridor and they're looking at their phone and they're walking real slow. Yeah. Or, you know, someone who walks right in front of you and they just they sort of act like a dick. They don't. They don't realise that other people are here to share the experience that you're having. Well, and to your point, we had that that guy in the line. Um, we were just chatting away in the line and packs and. Yeah. That guy just started chatting with us. We had a good, lovely, good old, lovely person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Comic Con, on the other hand, like I love Comic Con. I love sort of meeting some of the people. But you, every now and then, you do get you know one or two people who don't necessarily ruin the experience. But you just sit there going, really? Yeah. Um, but I found essentially everything at PAX was was great. Like just even yeah, chatting to randoms or or fucking. I think it was watching the the Mortal Kombat finals on Saturday night. Oh yeah, and the room was ecstatic. Like people were loving it, and everyone was screaming and shouting at the at the screen, and even booing to people not shaking their hands and stuff. Like it was really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I loved it. 
I think yeah, there's, there tends to be a really good attitude with people at PAX. Like yeah. people are there to like to do their own thing. I've got you know, they've all got specific goals. I want to play this game or you know yeah. buy this thing or you know see this this talk. Yeah, and everybody has a focus on it and they go and do it and they like well I'm I'm just there to enjoy it and yeah. I'm not going to get in your way kind of thing. So amazing time and people are willing to queue up for an excessive amount of time for yeah, for yeah, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> from what we saw, yeah. Yeah, there was one queue, I think there was like um, two or three hours long and people were still queuing up for it. Yeah, I did find that that was interesting. That was with uh, Avengers, I think it yes, was. Yes, that's right. And yeah. um, the, uh, for anyone who didn't go to PAX, the demo that was playable is essentially what you can see online where you play a little bit of Thor, then you move on to Iron Man, you play a little bit of Iron Man, you move along, and essentially you play as everyone and then you have that, sure. that cut scene we've already seen. Yeah. It's a 20-minute demo, which would normally take 20 minutes. But the way that they ran that sort of booth, if you will... Was if you died or I if will. you got stuck, you weren't, and everyone else had finished, and you were still sitting there playing. They wouldn't let the new batch of people in until the entire booth was cleared. Yeah. So people were sitting there twenty-five to forty minutes, still keep going. Yeah, and that was it was really interesting because they wanted everybody to play right through it, but there yeah. was like there were some instances where there were like, there was a boss fight with Taskmaster at the end where you're Black Widow, and I'm like that. I'm like, there's an eight-year-old kid playing that. I'm like, he has no idea what he's well, doing. Well, he, he, he was one of the ones that, like... And look, all, yeah. uh, he, all credit to him. He, he was in there enjoying himself, having a good time. But That's what PAX is about. there was one kid blocking 40 machines, you know, from people for playing it. So, mm. that, that makes a... Like, a lot of that stuff, there's a bit of a efficiency stuff with PAX. Yeah. Some of the booths move really quick. Um, yeah. Others don't. And that's, you just have to cope with that, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, yeah, people were lining up constantly for... There was the Iron Man VR was available. Doom Eternal, essentially, before oh, yep. we walked into PAX, they had a big fireworks, Technics lighting display for Doom, and they showed yep. a heap of trailers for Doom. And Huge Nintendo space as well. They had yeah, Luigi's uh, Mansion. They yep. had... Uh, Overwatch on the Switch, essentially. Yep, Pokemon, the Switcher, the Switcher <laughs> which right. we'll talk about. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Sun and Shield, of course, were, were on display at... Uh, there was massive ones for that. Yeah, man, there was heaps. Uh, Biomutant was in there. Yeah, Biomutant was, it was twice. We found a secret... We, <laughs> we, found, we found the sneaky way past it. So they had a massive line um, with the Kosh Media Group. Yes. Shout out to Kosh Media. We love you guys. Yeah, um, yeah, we met some of them as well. So we that's right. Of, we met a lot of people the, this weekend, yeah. Um, so we, uh, we we saw the massive line around the block. That was about an hour and a half to line up for Biomutant or yeah. some of the other games they had going on. Uh, we went down to the Alienware. Alienware store and they had basically like their top of the range Alienware computers just sitting there and it was 25-minute demos of Biomutant just sitting and, and, and no, no, knew, no yeah. lines. No so lines. I was like, okay, I'll check it out. I'll play Biomutant here, yeah. Which was... Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Can we can we talk about yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. so so Biomutant really interesting. It's it looks very JRPG kind of style. Yep. Um, like all of the characters, you know, speak in like little squeaky sounds. Right. Okay. Yeah. And it's so so it's set in the future, like humanity's died, and it's just like these little creatures have mutated to yeah. you know, to be human like, yeah. and they speak in squeaky sounds, and it's all sort of you know subtitled in English. It's it's just a little bit. It's bizarre. It's really bizarre. So you, but it'll be someone's jam as well. Like, there'll be a, a, a niche group of people that will love this thing. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like, it felt a little bit like Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. Like, played somewhere in between. A lot of dodging and countering and researching and stuff. That's right. Yeah. And so you can play as your own little character, or you get into, like, a big mech suit as well, and um, the mech suit's powered by oil deposits that you pick up from around the world. Right. It's 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 really interesting. Like, and the character design is... One of them looked a little uh, Tim Burton-y uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. So it's very like, 
there's a really nice aesthetic to it. Mm. Um, I'm not sure about the gameplay. I think we're going to have to have a second look at this one because it looks yeah. it looks interesting at least, and it it warrants a second a second playthrough. It, it also looks in depth enough for not necessarily aged gamers, but for, for people who, who want to take their time with it. Fuck you, aged gamers. Not, not aged, but like more experienced <laughs> gamers. So, so people who Fuck know, you, more experienced gamers. <laughs> people who know how to dodge and how to do this and how to do that. But it also seems the, the content which is being displayed in the game is safe enough. If you can a li- dodge a ball, you can dodge a duck. <laughs> the content being just like the actual gameplay is safe enough for a little fuzz to walk past and actually sit and watch it. It's not a... Yes, and yeah. I, I think that there are some game styles that you, know, you look at like a Devil May Cry or something like that and go, yeah, no. I don't want my you know under 10 playing that. Yeah. This is a game that you could actually... There's action, there's combat, there's all that kind of stuff, but it's cartoonish enough that you would be happy for little the people to play the, Yeah, the little one can sit there and watch and go, okay, this is pretty cool to watch. Maybe exactly right. Maybe gameplay-wise it might be too complex for them, but... But I think there's enough in the... the uh, I think there's enough within the general gameplay that'll be fine. Yeah. It's the, the in-depth stuff that they, they'd probably yeah, struggle yeah. with. Yeah, probably so. put on an easy mode or something like that. Or yeah. Or story mode or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, check it out. I think that's coming out... Um, is it coming out soon? Is that in early next year by it Mutant? might be early next year for the... Yeah. Um, I can't recall, yeah. Definitely worth a look, though. I think it's uh, it's one of those ones that... Uh, stay tuned. We'll yeah. do a review of that when we get a copy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it looks interesting. They did, of course, uh, have Mortal Kombat 10 set up where you could go inside, like, a fake temple and fire people... They had a grid set up. Yeah. I was so bummed that there was no Formula 1 set up because I just <laughs> wanted to play that game with a fucking steering wheel. Um, but one of the... Uh, you went off and played uh, Neo, Nio 2? Yes, I did. Yeah. How yeah. Was that? Um, exactly the same as Nio 1. <laughs> uh, look, anyone who's played it, um, yeah, sort of samurai combat version of Dark Souls. Yep. Um, a little bit like Sekiro? A little bit. Yep. A little bit like Sekiro. Sekiro's a lot more free movement. This is more... Planted on the ground, Dark Souls kind of thing. So, yep, yep, yep. Um, so whereas Sekiro was Dark Souls meets Tenchu, yep. this is more traditional Dark Souls style. Okay, yep. So, so um, fuck you, that game. Yeah, <laughs> you're stuck on the ground. There's blocking, dodging, um, yeah, that kind All of, that stuff. Sort of stuff. Yeah, stamina bar. Yeah. yeah, different stances, that kind of thing within combat. So, uh, it's okay. yeah, it is incredibly complex the game I, I enjoyed the first Nio it took me fucking ages even to pass the first boss when I played that and in this one like I was just it was like 10 minute time limits for everyone yeah. and we were like sitting there everybody was just constantly dying you get like two creatures in and then you die and then yeah. people just go fuck this and put it down. Pretty much, yeah, it was right. like people weren't getting their te- their ten minutes because they're like, "This is too fucking intense." Yeah, it's one of those games you have to constantly be focused you, you on. You learn from dying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, and it's unfortunate—not necessarily unfortunate—but it's it's a bit taxing on players when yeah, you learn from dying and it's the boss fight, and then you have to retrudge through the like a portion of the level to get back to the boss. Oh yeah, and it is one of those hard like you you yeah. are right back at the like start surge of the too. I I was screaming at my TV. <laughs> Yeah. For various reasons, also one of them being that it was very hard. Yes. But yeah, look, I, I think it's gonna be fun. Like if you liked the first Neo, like you're gonna love this one. It is exactly the same game. It looks better, it, it plays better, it's it's basically the first game plus. It's yeah. it's gonna be just as awesome. So hundred percent recommend getting that for anyone who liked that first one or likes Dark Souls in general. Yeah. Uh, of course, there uh, there was an interview we had with John Mamias oh, for Cyberpunk. How um, good! So you can go check. Congratulations, that out. sir! Thank you very much. I'm jealous. I'm no, so yeah, jealous. That was supposed to be yours as well. It was, and I ended up being delayed by flights, yeah, flights yeah. and shit. 
So, um, Frasma Vietnam <laughs> Airlines. That, that episode is separate if you want to go check that out. So, very, uh, very well looking forward to that. A lot of spoilers, uh, well, not spoilers, a lot of uh, like tantalizing details about Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I, I will say the one game that changed my complete perspective viewpoint on it was Watch Dogs Legion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we saw that in the, um, uh, the Ubisoft, the, Ubisoft yeah. 10. Um, so, Previous to that, we you know we sorted E3 and all that sort of stuff where it's like oh it's another Watch Dogs game, it, yep whatever you can recruit whoever you want. It sort of seemed like a little bit of a cookie cutter style of game, sure. And I was a little disinterested in it. I'm like oh yeah, maybe I'll give it a look. So um, I was at PAX on the Friday after the interview and I went all right I'll I'll take a look why not. Um, met out met met with uh, with uh, James and Laura from Ubisoft very very nice and um, I saw them play the game and I just sat there going okay have an open mind for this. And I will say the only negative thing that came to mind with Watch Dogs Legion was they showed the map and they zoomed out and it's, it's basically the map from um, from Assassin's Creed, but of course it's the city of London, so they can't really don't need to change much in regards <laughs> to the... the, the They've already mapped it. Well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, the one in Assassin's Creed was like fucking 200 years old. So. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you can't necessarily change the, 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 uh, the fucking national map of London. No. You can't add in extra rivers. Um, but it is impressive, like the size and scale yeah. of it. Like we, we the, in the demo that we went to, yeah. um, there was very like we only got to see a very small section of London, but yeah. like incredibly detailed. They've got they use the tube as their fast travel system, which is which cool. I like that. Yeah, they got that uh, Spider Man two thousand last year Spider Man game um, had yeah. that as the fast travel as well, which I quite liked. Yeah, so they've they've done some really good uh, good work on that stuff, and they obviously had to yeah, yeah. had to be updated, but. I think some of the stuff in there looks incredible. Like we saw, uh, the one we saw, we had a mission where they infiltrated one of the like, um, oh, New Scotland Yard. Yeah, they, they broke into there, and, and it was a Nana who did that as well. She, the person was playing as a as a grandmother. Yeah, and they had like you know spider drones and hacking cameras Basically and stuff a, like a that. Robotic so. face hugger sort of. It was it was really really cool to and see. Naria yo yo in sight. I'm yeah, looking at you, happy. Watch Dogs too. I, I kind of like if you look at you can essentially play Watch Dogs. However you want, uh, and the one thing that they they sort of kept bringing up and stressing, which, to be fair, I kind of like that they kept bringing it up throughout the demo, was you can walk past anyone on the street and recruit them. It doesn't matter their job or their occupation. If they're a if they're a police officer and they hate uh, DedSec, who who you're a faction of, yep, they're going to be harder to recruit, but you can still recruit them. You just need to work more on recruiting them. And you basically do a bunch of missions, so you can do side missions and quests and things yeah. like that to earn their trust. Um, you can follow them as well. So when you hack their phone, you can find <laughs> out their schedule. So it'd be like, at 3 o'clock they're going to be at work, at 12 o'clock they're going to be at the gym. So basically so what we're doing is raising a new age of stalkerism. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like the... Um, <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. It, it is literally bit, yeah, it's like the, teaching people how to be stalkers. Yeah, <laughs> I did like the uh, the positives and negatives of having certain characters. Like uh, one person is really good at melee damage, but he's very weak to you know actually getting shot. The sure. Nana's got like an eighty percent persuasion, but can die randomly at some point because like heart attacks old. and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can have a heart attack and die. Yeah. So I really really like that sort of uh, that gameplay mechanic and the the permadeath. Oh yeah, permadeath. So if you if your character dies in combat, <clears throat> that's it. You It'll got be a, you interesting got to see to. to get arrested and then try and free the person or yep. you can try and stand and fight and then you'll actually die. It'll be interesting to see what happens is if like we'll have to try this at some stage. Yeah. When you've got, you know, you've got like one character and that character dies, what happens then? Does that is that like Yeah, I'm, I'm game over? To try that. I assume because there is the it's it take it's sort of like a faction you'll you'll be get given to someone you'll, else. Yeah. Um I am looking forward to seeing that. I, I I think it was as well with the first Watch Dogs game and I 
I'm fairly sure Mon tried it on me. I was playing Watch Dogs when, it, when the very first one came out. She wanted to watch TV. I was like, oh, after this mission, and I was running away from cops. Yeah. So she downloaded the Watch Dogs app and synced into my game and was putting barriers up and stuff like that to actually try and kill me so she could watch TV. Oh. So I kind of like get that. Yeah. That'd be cool, like sabotaging playthroughs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I like that. Uh, there, there was um, there, there was some of that in um, the last Watch Dogs as well. So uh, yeah. well, the, the first two, it's very much interactive play. So yeah. you've got players going for targets. You can actually stop them going for those targets. Put up barriers, uh, security cameras. All Hack their shit, car, yeah. that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's really interesting to see that. Uh, it's uh, you can turn that function off, so yeah, yeah so no one can come into your game, or only friends, or something like that. So, yeah. Exactly right. So you can play through those, or you can allow that access. I think there's bigger rewards for those things. There's like give oh, them more of a challenge as well. There are there are like flashing targets as well. So it's like a something. Oh, something just dropped into the game world. So everybody tries to go for it, and it's like you're yeah. fighting off other operatives to get there. Yeah, which is which is pretty cool. So interesting to see. Like I think it's. For anyone who was, I was very lukewarm on uh, Watch Dogs 2. I'm still, like, I've seen this and I go, I'm still not convinced. We, we did see, obviously, an al- uh, it was a pre-alpha build, wasn't pre-alpha it? Pre-alpha build, yeah, yeah. So, like, there's a lot of graphical stuff that you just kind of go past, but I, I still want to see what the, the the latest version looks like. Yeah. So. I, I probably went from excitement level from a 4 to about a 7 now. So I'm actually quite excited for it. Well, I love that our excitement levels are different from our scoring ratings. So yeah, from a two to a four. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, also, you've you just essentially dropped something on our on our YouTube uh, this morning. I did. Yes. Yeah. Something else that was dropped uh, at PAX, or oh, yeah, sorry. we saw demos at PAX. Yep. Um, but we did get uh, the Switcher. I'm calling it the Switcher because it's the it's biggest missed final. opportunity of all fucking time. Yeah. It is The Witcher 3 on Switch. It's finally ported across to my obviously favourite console at the moment, Yeah. Uh, the Switch. Um, one of the most impressive things about this game, when it first came out uh, on the PS4 and Xbox One, it yep. was 70 gigabytes. It was a very large game. It was a very, disc very, in a waiting a day. Yeah, large. Even for that time, it was a huge, a huge download. Right now... They managed to get that entire game, plus the two DLC expansion packs, into there for 28 gigabytes. That's at fucking standing. It's it's crazy. Now, I will say, it feels very much like if you were to put this up against the PC, it's like I've set all my settings to ultra low. A l- a <laughs> that can be expected for a handheld console that's got the graphical power of like a, a 360 or a PS3. Yeah. So that, yeah. that is to be expected. But 28 gig down from 70. Yeah. And the 70 did not include the DLC as well. That's correct, yeah. So that's massive. It's huge. So, uh, look, they, they've done an amazing job. They've had to uh, obviously tone down a lot of stuff. They they put in a bunch of motion blur, which I would recommend switching off immediately. You do you do uh, show as well how to do that in the video as well. Yeah, yeah. so it's 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 real quick and, and simple to do. Yeah. I so I think the motion blur really distracts a lot from the game because it blurs quite a bit. And in, in some of the like, even the first scene where you take down like uh, the first challenge is to take down the Griffin. The Griffin. Yeah. And um, it. It blurs all over the place. Every time you like switch around really quickly, yeah. it's like bang, motion blur, and it's it kind of just looks like someone's running paintbrushes across little, the screen. It's a little distracting. Yeah, yeah. So you turn that off, and I think it improves what the, what's going on. The frame and all the rate, hard work they've put in as well. You can you can essentially see it. It's not popping in or anything, is it? No. Um, but yeah, look, it's, it's an amazing job what they've done. I think there are a lot of people that are comparing this to the PS4 versions or the play, uh, the um, uh, the PC Xbox versions. Version sort of stuff, yeah. Like they're they're looking at those versions and going, "Hey, this is what it looks like." And 
obviously it's going to look better. Like hundred yeah. percent, it's always going to look better but it is on a bigger machine with more memory, all the rest of it. Yeah, like absolutely. But that's not the point. Like that, you're missing the point entirely if you're doing that comparison. It's the exact same game. Yeah, it's it's still a, it's still an amazing game. If you played it before and you wanted to play it again, probably a really good version to do it on. Yep. I would say don't put it in the cradle because you're just going to be disappointed by the graphics. So playing it like I put it on the cradle, watching it on the TV. Yeah. It, lo- it looks pretty shit doing it that way. Yep. If you're going to do it that way, just buy it, play it on PS4 or, or you know, just play yeah. it on your main console. Um, but this one is designed to be played on, on the move. So one, of, one of the questions I will have, and I'll probably start asking this more in regards to Switch reviews, How w- we know that, it, of course, Switch games can be played portably, but how would the Switch play in regards to public? So, of course, when it comes to Resident Evil... Uh, for those of you who, who didn't check out that episode, I was swearing on a train because I was running out of fucking bullets <laughs> and I was getting scared and so on and so forth. Um, and with uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance on the Switch, I was missing my train stop and I was having to backtrack and <laughs> so on and so forth. How does, how does, how does The Witcher 3 regard to playing this in public? I will say that they do not tone it down at all. Okay. So if anyone's played The Witcher 3, you'll know there is a lot of adult content. <laughs> this is a game made for adults. I would not recommend buying this for your children's yeah. because they, it is not appropriate. Yeah. There's like uh, I showed a couple of scenes in the uh, the trailer where there's you know Geralt's getting a bath and you know and there there are scenes where like there are modes where you can just get it on with pretty much all of the the, the ladies in the game. Yeah, and you know go to brothels and chop people's heads How off. How many times have you done this on the Switch? Um, shut up. <laughs> no, but I was checking the graphic. <laughs> Had to be seen. Uh, but like, there, there's a lot of that content in there which is just not appropriate for anyone who's not of age. So, would not recommend this for, for Sit kids. Sit at the back of the bus. Which is really interesting. Like, I've seen with Switch, like, like Nintendo used to be a very, like, family-centric very, yeah. console. Like, it's like, we're only doing family games. It's all Mario and... I kind of like that they're sort of opening their doors a little bit now that if you want to play, fucking... Yeah, on the go, you can. Yeah, I think they're they're realizing the the audience that they have is not is aging. Like, yeah. I think the average age of a gamer is is nearly forty years old now. So, like, right. yeah, it's it's really quite old because a lot of people started when they were young and yeah. then obviously grown with grown games. Up, yeah. So, like, I think the average age will probably shift back down um, over time, but it's still quite old. It's a lot older than you think it is, and so they need to to market games for that audience as well. Yeah. You did also say that this game is 28 gigs, and uh, on on your video review that the internal memory of the the standard switch without the SD card will not support this game. Exactly right. So I think your standard um, your standard switch is 32 gigabytes. I think it is. Yes, yeah, it's like a standard that. storage space. But it does take up its operating system. As That's well. exactly right. Yeah. So yeah, like I literally tried to delete everything in there apart from a couple of games like Dead Cells, so obviously not going anywhere. <laughs> Minecraft, which Little Fuzz would kill me if I took off. There's a couple of games that I had to keep in there. Little Fuzz, mind you, installed Minecraft on my Xbox. Um, But yeah, so we got it down, like I got it down to uh, 24 or 25 gigabytes and that's with like two games on there and nothing else, like all the, you know, storage for like the old saved files, like all that stuff that I wasn't using, gone. It just blew it all out and I did not get even remotely close to it. So I had to buy a micro SD card along with it. So just be prepared for that. Like like 30 bucks or something like that as well. Look, I I got a, I got a 120 gigabyte card for 35 dollars, so I'm oh shit, I am totally fine with that. Yeah, the, the prices are crazy good. I bought a 30 gigabyte one, so I might need to go upgrade again. Yeah, absolutely. They're like literally at the your local you store. Know, 
Um, so they're at that shop, <laughs> um, and it, like literally for like thirty bucks, you can get yourself a good storage size in there. Yeah, uh, but like it, it really is like they should be selling those in tandem because you can't buy that game and play it on your standard would, Switch I would, console. I would, I would buy a copy of the Switch for an extra ten bucks, and it came with an SD card. Like, yeah, sure. I, I think that's I think that's actually probably a really good bundle that stores could do. Like, here's a copy of Switch, and for an extra ten bucks, here's a hundred and twenty. <laughs> That's a, that's actually a really good. <laughs> I do remember when uh, I went out and bought. Um, I did the midnight release for Red Dead Redemption last year. Yep. And they we were in store in line, and they're like, "Okay, you can buy the game. While you're waiting for the game, um, do you want to buy some extra storage space? Because you're gonna need it." <laughs> <laughs> so it was just I I, th- I loved the humor of that. So I think they should be doing that. Like it, it really should be one of those things that they they actually advertise at the start. Yeah. Because unless you are completely clean, like clean build of a of a Switch, I don't think you've got Even any. It probably won't fit because Dead Cells and, and Minecraft isn't that big. It's like a gigabyte. Like yeah. it's it's not even that much. So yeah. I think I had like one and a half gig of, of stored games on there. It may have just snuck in, but it's it's like even you've got yeah. zero if thing. An update, it's not going to fit in. Yeah. Well, if you if you need an update, if you need to put anything else on there, if you'd like to put anything else on there, you you literally can't. Yeah. So I, I think that's probably like just the one downside for me, but. Like putting in an SD card and immediately writes those files to the SD card. It's great. You can also buy it physically, so you don't need to to actually download a copy of the game as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So I think... Unlike Overwatch on the Switch, which if you buy a physical copy, it comes with a download code inside. Oh, there we go. That doesn't actually come with an SD card inside Overwatch. (laughs) What's the point? Exactly. (laughs) You've got the case at least. Yeah. If you like buying (laughs) cases... For yeah. no reason. If you like taking up space in your house. <laughs> yeah. So if you buy Overwatch on the Switch, you don't get a card. You just get a download token inside the, inside the box. <laughs> but yes, let's go back to the Switcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Switcher is it's a fun game. It is exactly the same game that you remember. Um, it's it's still all there. Like Gwent's there, obviously. There's one thing people don't play for. Don't use the touchscreen for Gwent, which is quite interesting. Don't use the touchscreen at all. Like yeah. there's, a, there's an inventory management game. There's RPG elements. There's all sorts of options. There is plenty of opportunity to touch the screen and do stuff. Yeah. And they've they've not got it on there. It's it's uh, it's almost unbelievable how they didn't do that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm go. a bit disappointed. I think there was a a huge missed opportunity, and I kind of scored it down a little bit just because of that. Yeah. So what did you did you give this as a as a score for people who haven't checked the video? Um, so we'll, we'll check out the video and then you can find out the score. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be that guy. Look, it, I think it's a, it's a really solid game. Yep. I think it probably like if you're going to play this game in its truest, purest form, yep. go back to the other console versions, which you can pick up for like 25 bucks on a second-hand copy. So, yeah. or even like I think it's like 50 bucks and you get the full version as well. Yeah, it always appears on like PlayStation Plus and games with gold sales, anyways. Yeah. It's, so it's it's pretty inexpensive. You want to see it like that? Play it like that. Yeah, you know, want to see it? And it's most beautiful form that's the way to do it if you want it for your Switch you want to play it portably and on the move it is uh, it's a good game and I gave it three and a half stars very nice out of five well yeah it'll be very good for Switcher in regards if you're flying to the States or something then bang you got an 18 hour flight you need to do something like that's the one to do go to brothels on a plane (laughs) (laughs) Um, plane brothels there's an idea gross (laughs) <laughs> you saw that movie Soul Plane, didn't you? <laughs> I'm thinking Tony Stark Airlines. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does that. <laughs> uh, next week's episode, Fuzzy. Uh, yeah. I should. I've just started playing Doom 2016. Yeah. I've actually started and stopped playing this game so many times before I've never actually sat down and finished it. Oh, wow. Um, and it's going to be wow. my... Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's going to be my first Doom game that I've finished. I tried playing... My first Doom game ever I played was Doom 3. And, of course, 
you know, what, 10-year-old me was going, fuck this, and I haven't played a Doom game since. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I'm doing Doom 2016. It's going to be a long review, a longer review on our YouTube channel. Long, so long a, review. A retrospective, so rather than just your six-minute one, it'll probably be maybe about It's not 15. about the size, the length of the review. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So rather than like a 15, it'll be like a 15 to 20-minute review, so I'll actually sure. s- sort of be comparing it, like the soundtrack and all that sort of shit like that. Yep. Um, and hopefully, I think next week's episode is Outer Worlds. Oh, yeah. That's coming out real 25th soon. 25th of October that comes out. And nice. if I'm not mistaken, uh, if not next week, it'll be the week after, Lion King and Aladdin's remakes Ooh. coming to special Xbox and PlayStation. Which uh, Man, you're going to be a busy boy. Yeah, yeah. Very, very <laughs> busy. And thank God I've got the week off. Uh, no, look, it's, that's exciting, man. There's yeah. a lot of really cool content coming out. This is the magic time of year. We've just you know seen a bunch of cool stuff at PAX. Yeah. We're expecting new stuff to come out. We obviously talked about Doom getting delayed as well. We talked yeah. about that. Yeah, That's, Doom got yeah. delayed. I met Mr. Doom on uh, on Saturday at PAX. Mr. G-Man lives. Ooh. Uh, so I was chatting to him a bit of Doom, a bit of Rainbow Six Siege, stuff like that. So, nice. Uh, yeah, that essentially made me go, you know what? Yeah, I should probably go back to Doom. <laughs> I should probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, excellent. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Exciting. Well, look, stay tuned for next week. It's going to be awesome. Stay tuned uh, also to our YouTube page. Check out yeah. all those uh, awesome reviews that are out. At Shaken Not Nerd YouTube page. I That's the yeah. one, yeah. yeah. So there's uh, there's plenty of cool content out there for people to watch uh, and listen to. Yeah. Well, buddy, it's been great. I'm back. Welcome I'm, back, I'm yeah. finally back. That's I'm great. excited. Like it's 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 great to have time off, but it's great to be back talking shit about games again. I might take time off now. <laughs> no, <laughs> denied. <laughs> you don't have enough leave. <laughs> Sorry, your leave request is denied. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm like negative twenty eight days. And anyway, it's, it's that's, that's a great title for a movie. Negative twenty eight days later. <laughs> negative twenty eight days later. Yep. So a month before. Yep. Oh God. Anyway. It's been fun. I'm Fuzzy Dan signing off, reminding you to never, ever, ever pre-order anything, especially from those motherfuckers at... And I'm Judy saying, remember to play with each other and play with yourself. Bye-bye.